welcome everyone to Chesapeake Chats. Yes, the season is over. Yes, our recaps are over. But Casey and I told you we would be back for some special bonus episodes. And this is such a show. Casey, welcome back to Chesapeake Chats. Thank you. I am so back to be uh, back in the shores. I know. <laughs> Mentally. <laughs> the shorts, we miss it. We miss it. We were so um sad not to have a show to watch on Sunday, but of course we can always go back and watch the beauty of um season six anytime now. Mm -hmm. Um, but Casey, we have two fantastic guests today, and I'm so thankful to welcome back the writers and showrunners of Chesapeake Shores, Fief Sutton and Mark Jorgen Legan. Thank you for being oh. here. Hi. Hi, we're glad to be here. Yeah. Really, <laughs> we, uh, we really enjoyed um, your guys' podcast and uh, really enjoyed you guys uh, discussing the finale and everything. And yeah, yeah you really got it. it. It was nice. Yeah. And, and, well, and we, we miss it too. <laughs> We missed it probably more than you do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, I can only imagine to see it unfolding, you know, kind of in, in real time. You wrote it, you lived it, you you shot it, but then to have everyone experience it is Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm I feel like a kind of a fan of the show too, in an odd <laughs> sort of way. So uh yeah, I, I, I watched it every every week and kept an and, eye on the feeds and all that. You yeah. know, it's funny about social media you know because there's pros and cons to social yes. media when you're working on a television show you know because fifa and i are old timers we used to work on tv shows when there weren't any social media but <laughs> you know and you'd get fan letters and all that but but to get the instant reactions i mean um, really instant i mean on yeah. the Twitter, <laughs> as the scene's going on like no Bree, no you know or, <laughs> It's but, kind of like it, it's kind of like you know I, I used to work in in multi camera comedy where you performed and did it in front of an audience when I did Cheers for so long and 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 there you know you you get a, a line and and it gets a laugh or it doesn't and you know that response and that's really beautiful when it does get a laugh anyway it's just kind of like that you can kind of look at it and see well people like that line people like that moment people like that scene yeah. Exactly. But uh, what was very satisfying for both of us, though, was um, to get such a great response to the finale. You know, um, you know, fans really reached out, you know, just on social media or to us. And, and but it was just really, really nice that people were very touched by the finale. And, you know, and of course, it wasn't easy, you know, mm -hmm. um, and, you know, and, and people were like, why didn't they do a two hour finale? Well, we would have loved to have done a two hour finale. They gave us, they gave us two extra minutes, by yes, the way. They did. They gave, <laughs> us, they gave us two extra minutes, which actually, you know, in editing, that's like, yes, but, you know, <laughs> there, was, there was stuff we had to cut that, of course, we yeah. wish we yeah. hadn't. Yeah. Yeah. There were, there were two scenes like I do, I do miss, I do miss, but. Tell us what those are. Well, one was a scene between Bree and the, the, um, the, Parole, parole officer, the, the parole officer. Oh, uh, where, where she she asked him. She was looking for him. She was looking for him, and he he would do. He wouldn't tell her, and he told her that she be, she was better off. She'd be better off with somebody else, and all that. It was a really it was a really good scene, and, and yeah, because that but, guy, um, that actor, uh, is terrific, yeah. and mm -hmm. um, yeah. but it just also showed she was being proactive. Um, yeah. And in fact, in the, in the episode that scene was just prior to her showing up on the on the porch of the O'Briens and asking Mick, hey, have mm -hmm. you been in touch with yeah, Luke? Yeah, yeah. And, and what was great about the scene with the parole officer was, you know, he was his usual gruff self, but, you know, because at one point he says, you know, I'm a parole officer, I'm not running a dating service here. <laughs> yeah. But he told her, he actually says, he goes, I do agree. I do agree. I do think that Luke Tatum is a good man, uh, but oh. you got to understand these guys, you yeah. know, he just said, he was like, he goes like bad luck follows them around. And, you know, so it was almost just like a reiteration, mm -hmm. yeah. but it was like, a, it was, it was a good scene, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. and yet to move it along, you know, if you got to lose something, okay, that's a secondary character. And, mm -hmm. and, yeah. you know, yeah. and then feed, tell them about the other one. Cause yeah, I agree with you. Well, the other scene, which we didn't even shoot actually, uh, because we were running so long was the scene between, um, uh, Mandrake and, and Evan, uh, where uh -huh. they, uh, they don't quite 
it's it's before um before the scene where he says to Abby, you know, I I talked to the Mandrake, I heard you offered him a job, um, and they don't quite they don't quite resolve itself, they don't quite make up, but there was a little bit of a of a mm -hmm. connection between them, and yeah. uh, but we you know we it it was it. W w not to get into the weeds a lot, but we had we had there were there were so many unexpected roadblocks that were put in our way. Among them, uh, the the COVID would mm -hmm. outbreaks. I mean, I mean, actors would get COVID at the worst possible time, and then you'd have to write out. Like for instance, the the hospital scene with uh, yes, with everybody there, and yeah. everybody wondered why you guys brought why, it up, and I don't blame why, you. Why yeah, was it? Why was it Jess and, and Abby there? Well, yeah. they weren't there because they had COVID. <laughs> they had COVID that we got that for five that days. Was a good, and, it's good. And, and because it was of rain, we wrote in dialogue to explain like where they were. They were down in the gift shop buying more stuffed animals, and we cut to a chair with already twenty stuffed animals for baby Mick. <laughs> and it was very funny. And like, and, and Kevin says, "I think I think they have a stuffed animal problem." <laughs> oh. um, but you know, with time, you got to move. You know, so mm -hmm. yes, you got to um, move stuff along. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, and and that that scene uh, be, because a lot of the stuff that we shot, a lot of the scenes that we shot with uh, Abby and Jess, we had to shoot at the very very end because they they had mm. a they had a COVID outbreak. So so we stopped the scene with uh, where uh, uh, Jess tells David she's pregnant, and the scene where um, Abby talks to Mandrake on the bench, uh, right right at the end, and we just. Couldn't couldn't find time to do that scene wow. with uh, with, uh, with Mandrick and Evan, unfortunately. Yeah, and um, there was even a scene because I know people, and it was you know it was still it was very effective when Luke does show up at the wedding, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Amelia and and Stephen, who plays you know Luke, that that scene on her porch, you know, of the cottage, mm -hmm. was so amazing, you know, and Amelia just brought it. And yeah, she she really, really, yeah. really, really brought and the scene it in the hospital room when she tells yeah. Luke, you know, I take that kind of luck any day, and you just look in her eye. I mean, she, you know, and they were so good together. But that's it's, it's a little bit what Fief and I were talking about. Like on social media, even in season five, people were like, Brooke, hashtag Brooke. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah. they saw this connection, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, and, and yeah. he wasn't the type of guy that she was normally with, but. But that also helped, you know, it just helped to see that, yes, yes, we are right to be pursuing but, this as possible. I, I think the I fact we had a moment with Luke by himself after they had that scene and he gets in his truck and he's driving and he's at a stoplight and he looks down and there's the cactus that Bree brought him mm. at the hospital, you know, but even that nice little moment, you know, yeah, yeah. and I loved how the cactus became this thing between them, you know, like something that's, it's beautiful, but if yeah. you cut, you know, it was nice, you know, and, but I thought even that was a nice enough little moment that then would make him propel him to go to the mm -hmm. wedding. And yet it still worked, but people were like, oh, that was a little abrupt. Well, you know, again, it, it's all because of time and what mm -hmm. you can cut and what you can live with. And, yeah. Yeah. The other, the other problem that that we well not problem that we ran into, but the other event that we ran into was that every every woman <laughs> on the show who who could Almost get pregnant got pregnant. I mean, I mean, I mean yes. Jess, uh, Jess and and uh, and and Sarah uh, had had babies right at the beginning of the season. Yeah, literally, we the had first day of the, production. Jessica we had to shoot the, the, the yes. we had to shoot the second block, the third and fourth episodes first, and then do this first and second one uh, second, because you know so so they could recover from having babies yes. in the scene because they had to be in the first episode, and and then and then then uh, 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 Megan uh, uh, um, mm -hmm. Ori, Megan Ori, yeah. Megan Ori called us and told us. Hey, you know what? I'm pregnant. <laughs> and, and not only am I pregnant, but I'm having horrible morning sickness. I always have horrible morning sickness at the beginning. Oh, I mean, she was, so she, the was first, she was such a trooper, the first you know. Two episodes, she was uh always on the verge, but yeah, and then luckily her right. second trimester came, and, like literally the calendar day came and she was so much better. But that first trimester we had, 
And we had and that about a month later, Amelia goes, I'm pregnant. The only one and who did Amelia, even though being a month behind, she wasn't showing as much. You know, this is Megan's third child. And by mm -hmm. the way, she had a healthy boy. He's uh, gorgeous. Yeah. But he was almost nine pounds. And that was Ooh. showing, boy. I mean, oh, we man. the blankets. And, you know, this has been yeah. going on since cinema began. And you know, actresses can get pregnant. How we can hide it? You know, we, we we almost felt like we should just put a disclaimer at the beginning of the show. Look, you know, yeah, yeah. The actresses are yeah, pregnant. Because, they're not you know, playing and, pregnant. The only person who was playing pregnant was Sarah, and she mm -hmm. she she lost it. You know, so she, yeah. so we had to build her up. You know, put, yeah. put, 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 put dummy on her. This is so funny. funny. You know, I think you can you can start to tell and you can start to go, wait, what are they doing? Wait, why is she wearing that? You know, Amelia's clothes were a little looser than they usually yeah. are. And I was yeah. like, yeah. yeah, and you know, Lacey Maley, who plays Jess, of course, and then Jessica, uh, you know, Sipos, who plays Sarah, they were troopers because you know, they had, they just had had babies. Yeah, literally. Yeah, we shot three and four first and, and then waited for one and two. But, you know, they were troopers, too, because, you know, that's exhausting. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, uh, you know, as I joked, I said, who knew Canadians had so much sex? <laughs> <laughs> but they're so polite, you know. And, and Excuse me. Also, um, also. Mind? Uh, also the weather terribly also the weather was was uh, uh yeah. much worse this this summer i mean this uh oh. when we were filming uh we i mean it rained practically every day oh, and we my. had to we were dodging rain all the time it was the only day it was really beautiful absolutely beautiful was the day of the wedding and that was a gorgeous day and we were really thankful for yeah, that we were very lucky but every other day uh we were you know just yeah, season five, we maybe had five rain days, and we had over 30 days of bad weather and rain yeah. this season. Yeah. And then also in season five, you know, the, it, 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 whether it was luck or, or being stringent and, and, uh, and, and such, I think we had one case of COVID the first season, and it was, mm -hmm. you know, like somebody even brought deliveries to the set, so it wasn't any of our regular crew or anything. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, this past uh, season for season six. It's just one of those things. There was a new variant. It was much more contagious. You know, we mm -hmm. were all being very, very, very careful. But yes, I mean, you know, there, you know, I think, you know, I think six or five or six of our like leads got it at various points. Wow. And it really affected scenes and schedules. And and, uh, and, and, and amazingly, I think we, we had to shut down for four days, but amazingly, oh. because of, of, Crystal Remy, our, our wonderful, our amazing uh, line producer. Line producer. We only went one day over. Wow! Uh, oh wow! So you guys worked great. so hard. You were handed mm -hmm. such a tough job. One at season five. Well, yeah. Then to say, <laughs> okay, yes, you get a season six, but it's the last one. I mean, such a tough job. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, we knew, of course, that we were we were building to. To, to Mick and Megan's wedding that that mm -hmm. was that was I, and I figured that would be a satisfying conclusion yeah. but tying up all the other stories was a, a, a bit of a challenge too mm -hmm. yeah. we'd like to take a second from this episode of the podcast to celebrate our sponsor of this episode and that is the Hallmarkies Patreon do you love Hallmarkies podcast do you want an inside scoop into what happens on the podcast do you want early access to episodes and loads of cool perks now is the time to become a patron of Hallmarkies Podcast. By becoming a patron, you get to access our patron Facebook group. You can request episodes or even be a guest on the podcast. And most importantly, any patron can join our monthly movie watch-alongs with stars like Paul Campbell, Natalie Hall, and more. It's as low as $2 a month to join in and become a special part of the Hallmarkies family. Please consider, and we will love you forever. Go to patreon.com slash hallmarkies. That's patreon.com slash hallmarkies. When you have such an ensemble cast and they are so varied in their storylines. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and you, uh, know, you know, and I, I know I think we've mentioned this at various points, but you know, also the main reason, because I, you know, people go, but the rating, because the ratings were terrific and especially the finale, but I mean, they just kept getting better mm -hmm. as the season went on and they were good last year too. And, and also people have to understand too, the difference, 
because there was quite a lull between season four, which I think was mm-hmm. only six episodes anyway, right? Yeah. And then there was a long time period before season five came mm-hmm. along. And also in between that time period, streaming services exploded. Yes. You know, yeah. when yeah. season four was on, there was no Peacock and Disney Plus and, and, and Hulu wasn't as big as it was. Mm-hmm. There was only that. So like all these other competitions mm-hmm. for eyeballs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that made it even more impressive of how good our ratings were. Uh, um, but also people have to understand, unfortunately, or fortunately, the O'Brien family, it's a big, it's a huge cast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's almost like nine regulars and that's expensive. Yeah. You know, expensive. <laughs> no, I mean, that really, I mean, that was, I think yeah. in a lot of ways, you know, Hallmark was saying, you know, okay, we're going to pick up season six mm-hmm. and it's going to be the last season. And a lot of it had to do just for budgetary reasons. And also six seasons is a long run for a television a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's been a, there's been a, a change in the, the regime, the regime at Hallmark and they, yes. they want to put their own stamp on things. Yeah. And that, that's understandable. That, that, that always happens at network. Yeah. Always happens. Well, I'm thankful that they let you, you know, they gave you a very full final season. So let's, yeah. Let's yeah. Talk. Well, I, 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 that was one of the reasons why I had that cliffhanger at the end of season five, because I figured they couldn't possibly not. not <laughs> oh man. I mean, <laughs> I not whether or not uh, Andrew Francis lives. Yeah, I, I mean, the, yes, I mean, good for Hallmark for giving y'all a green light for season six, because I can tell you, being a fan of some of these other shows where they have left a gigantic cliffhanger, yes. like the fans are not happy. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, understandably, yeah. understandably so, absolutely. Uh, and you know, I, the other thing about like this season with whether it was weather or, you know, COVID or the pregnancies, that's why Treat William deserves even more credit because, again, his performance this year with the addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it was great. It was it great. was great. But get this: he had to shoot that complete. I mean, TV actors are used to that. You very you don't shoot scenes in order. You don't mm-hmm. you you don't usually shoot the season in order. So they're used to it. But he had to shoot episodes three and four first. So to, to try and gauge where my addiction is and where am I at with the lying and the yeah. sneaking around, because mm-hmm. episode four was the intervention. And that mm-hmm. scene, he exploded at the family and then went to the point and then still shot down, you know, Kevin and, and Abby and then went to the bridge. And he had a whole, he had a whole. Was just, I mean, you looked at at Mick's eyes and he was a broken man. And that was, by the way, I was so happy with that. Uh, that scene at the bridge, uh, we ended up using the first take. That was the wow. first take. You know, of course, we have, we have we have terrific directors, uh, but Terry Ingram directed that episode, and Terry is just, you know, they know him. He's been around since season, I think, three mm. or so. Um, and but anyway, as I said, it, it, you know, it'd be one thing if Treat had gotten to just shoot those episodes in order and go, okay, here's where I'm at. And the fact well, he that he had, got them out of order and he had a whole he had a whole chart that was worked out of the progression of his addiction and and everything you know a bible sort of that was worked so we would know where he was in which mm-hmm. scene you, you, like you i think you asked last time was the last scene around the campfire the last scene we shot right. and of course right. it wasn't it was it was about a week week and a half before we were we finished and of course we all but wish it, it could have been it felt it felt like like the last scene. I mean, we, actually, we had to shoot it in two parts because it, it started to the weather started to blow oh, in a big storm in the middle of it, and and then then we had to shoot the rest of it another day. But it was it was a beautiful, moving scene. But I think what was the last scene we shot? It was some. Oh no! I'll tell you exactly what it was. No, Feef, we wrapped at Evan's new house. That right. Was the oh, last we were completely right. Right. wrapped. Right. On that day, because again, Abby, poor Megan had to get over, you know, again, she's, she's like pregnant and she right. got COVID, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and again, but so, so, so that was the last stuff we shot okay. was the scenes in the house, him showing her the house, the scenes mm-hmm. on the back. And, and the proposal. Yeah. And, you know, again, uh, you know, we, we lucked out. I mean, you know, Rob and her, Rob and Megan like are you know really got along as friends but they had amazing chemistry mm-hmm. Stephen and Amelia had amazing chemistry uh you know and of course um you know Jess and David that had been established a long time right. ago but my point is is like 
earlier in season six on the yacht when he surprises her with the yacht mm -hmm. and she looks amazing in that dress and everything yeah. you know she looked like Audrey Hepburn for God's mm -hmm. sakes and they're dancing and and Fief, uh you know Fief wrote all of that scene and um uh, of them dancing and everything but we loved it when the fans were like oh my god that was so romantic that they didn't kiss yes and that's kind of that instant response that we're talking about mm -hmm. you know but yeah. but it was but my point too is like it was so sexy and they were both incredibly charismatic but that was a very early scene we shot and it was almost like cut and then like megan are you gonna puke are you okay oh, she, was, she had the morning sickness and we were on a actually out on the water yeah we were actually on a boat out in the water and it, it got kind of yeah. rough at good times you know? <laughs> well, that so. that is intense you know uh, that's what we wanted to ask you too specifically and uh, you let us right there i love storylines you had so many storylines to wrap up and you knew you wanted to go to make mick and megan's wedding but everybody else had such amazing beginnings happening amazing you know things wrapping up did you know where you wanted to take everyone after season five um, I, I pretty much knew where I wanted to take. We, we pretty much knew where we wanted to take everyone. I mean, we didn't know that everyone was going to propose to Abby, but we knew that they were going to end up together in some way. We knew that Luke and, and, and Brie were going to end up after after the problem, oh, after, after the, the, the shooting, which was Mark's idea. That was... Uh, tip of the hat to that um and 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 we knew we knew that 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 Jess and David were going to you know that Jess was going to you know rise to the occasion and be yeah. David's comfort in, mm -hmm. in in that which was good and and we knew that that uh, Margaret and Connor were going to start practicing law and all that so we knew we had a, we had a pretty good idea of where yeah. where we were going but we didn't know specifically all that stuff you know a lot a lot of that we, we had written um i think nine scripts before we started right we had yeah we had, at least yes yeah, so eight eight seven eight nine yeah i mean we'd written a lot we'd written the and majority then, of them and then we you know w waited to write the last one until we kind of had a feeling for how everything was going yeah it was it was it was it was really cool it was really cool i mean all the you know the the journey of of Mick and Megan getting back together again, coupled with the addiction of, of Mick, Getty stuff, all that. It was all very exciting. And, and the the cool thing about writing this show is that you 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 have all these stories that you can you can do a little bit of one story, go to another story, go to another story, and they're they're all all the all the actors are good. Every every yeah. there is lots of times on a show you think, oh God, I got to go to that character. Oh, but, <laughs> Uh, he's not that that character. Well. That guy's not so good. Not that interesting. You know, no, really, it's true. Or that actor isn't so good. But these were, these were, these are great actors. Yeah. Every every scene. I mean, the, the I love the scene on the beat. Well, on on the by the stream between Jess and David, where they talk about the clouds and they go on their date. And yes. they, they get, go on their date, and they. I, I thought that that David was so charming in that episode, in that scene, and in and in the scene with with the, where she announces she's pregnant, because of course he he got to do a lot of a lot of real acting, you know, mm -hmm. you know the the stuff he was upset for for a lot of the a lot of the the series, and he really got to play a really good scene um, between him and his father in the in the in the jail cell, and. Mm -hmm. You know, but then it was kind of nice to bring him back to the old David that we knew, you know. Mm -hmm. Well, um, you heard, you heard. Carlo was thrilled with that, that. storyline, yeah. you know. Yeah. Carlo yeah. was yeah. so happy to get that storyline, yeah. you know. Mm -hmm. You know, because uh, Brendan, Penny, and Jessica, you know, last year with the miscarriage, their their performances were so touching and so mm -hmm. real. And I know Barbara Niven and Jessica talked about, you know, that scene between Megan and 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 Sarah last year was incredible. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. But that's just that good because Jessica, who had just given birth, we Fief, remember, we had to we ended up not being able to shoot. We had a lot more stuff with Sarah and Kevin coming back from Maui. You know, they talk mm -hmm. about right. 
you know, there's a scene yeah. where she yeah. off, but she's like saying, you better get dressed, mister. And, you know, the Maui tan and I miss Maui. I mean, we, I think we had written a scene when they were still in Maui. We had written a scene of them in their hotel and her not yeah. wanting to go back, you know, psychologically. Yeah. In that in, mm. in that in that episode, uh, well, we you know, she wasn't ready to shoot in that episode, know. night and day uh, where everybody, you know, there's that you know, the date between Mick and Megan where they talk about the they have the talk. Mm -hmm. and, and uh the road rally with uh evan and abby that we we i we had written up a, a subplot with with uh um uh uh kevin and, kevin and sarah. sarah um and we couldn't we couldn't do it so but so i i i had to replace it with the with the storyline with uh Brooke, uh, with Bree and Luke um, gotcha. and the night terrors but i was again i was i was sorry to to lose that because that was a it was a nice story but you know she was just she just had the baby, you know, she, mm -hmm. she was right. <laughs> yeah. Well, one thing I thought you did masterfully is um, incorporating Gran, even when Diane Ladd was unable well, to. Well, that was so. We were, very, we were very disappointed in that. And we kept mm -hmm. hoping, we kept hoping, 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 hoping she'd be able to come back for the last few, even for the last one. But it just didn't work out. And so we had to try to keep her alive as it were you know keep keep the memory of yeah, it. i mean it was it was I mean, so uh you know it, that we were very sad about that and i know the fans were too but you know that's just the reality you know um yeah. and it was frustrating because we we at times were being told you know at first we were told you know she's in i mean we're you know you can have nell and we'd written a lot of stuff in the beginning with nell yeah, and then yeah. take all of that out and then we were told well maybe she can you know she'll be you know what, you know, maybe using near the end. It's so, okay, great, great. And so we yeah. sent her to Ireland and figured well, she could come back, you know, at any time. Yeah, but, be there for that, you know. Well, so, he, yeah. he said you can almost tell kind of the progression. She was there and she yeah. was like with yeah. the girls, and yeah. then she yeah. was driven to the airport to go to yeah. Ireland, and then she's yeah. sending things yeah. from Ireland. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, yeah. Was, uh, but it was unfortunate. But you know, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I think my favorite um, Nell cameo is when her giant portraits at the stairs. <laughs> yes, and yes, Francis yes, is like sneaking down, and he's like, "Okay, we're gonna make a watching. picture." I'm like, "Grand is watching you, bro." <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That was that great. one. Lit that one actually made me laugh out loud because it's just this giant picture of Grand. <laughs> Well, yeah, that was well placed. I have an answer to one question that you asked, uh, which yes, was please. the uh, in in the scene where they're uh, where they're discussing uh, the movie of 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 Bree's uh, Bree's book, yes. and uh, and Treat says, "I I'll, I'll agree to it if Harrison Ford can play me." Okay, and then he said, "Or that guy in Prince in the City," and. Prince of the City was the Treat Williams was the lead in Prince of the City. That that was that he was uh, that that was a movie he made in the seventies. So well, I was so he was saying he was saying I hadn't looked Williams. that up before we recorded. I was like, what an amateur! Because when you, I think Mark had then texted yeah. Casey yeah. and yeah. told yeah. us. Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, no, and it's, I mean, to this day, it's uh, like among New York City police officers, they think it's the most realistic cop film ever made. Yeah. It's it's amazing. It really, it, it really catapulted him to a whole nother level as an actor. And it was directed by Sidney Lumet, who directed everything from Serpico to, uh, you know, um, a lot of men. Yeah. Um, Dog Day Afternoon. He's a great director, and he like handpicked Treat when Treat was this young and up and coming actor. Yeah. And, but anyway, so yeah, we we uh, you know we had put Harrison Ford in the script, and then and then Treat said, "How about if I say this too?" And we said, "That's great." That's great. Oh, that's good. I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm disappointed yeah. in our response, but oh, that's, 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 <laughs> that's <okay. laughs> those little Easter eggs are fun. So obviously. Obviously, we are huge fans of you and your writing and you're so fun and you're so funny and you craft these emotional stories so well in these family moments. Do you have, both of you, a favorite scene, favorite line, something that you just were so proud to get in there um, this season? I, I guess I guess I'm, I'm, I'm very, very proud because of the surprise factor in in the mandrake character both yes. both that he surprised the audience i mean the, the audience 
just surprised that they took to him so much. I mean, Mandrake was trending on Twitter at one point, you know. Um, uh, and also the fact that his character was kind of a surprise to us. He just sort of he just sort of started as as the driver that he that Evan referred to, and then he kept showing up, and we kept writing him more. And then when we cast Wesley, it was it was like, wow, this guy is great. And mm -hmm. so I I I really I I love the the little little scenes with him, like the scene at the window with Kevin, where they talk about uh, being soldiers in in, yes. in Iraq or Afghanistan, and and. And and the scenes when when Abby you know asks him how he's doing and he's so grateful that somebody's asking him how he's doing and all that I uh, I, I I really like that and and I I really like the the scene between Abby and her at the at the um, near the end where they you know they, they she, he tells the story of his background um, but that, that that character was you know Mark came up with the name. I, we, were, we were just we were just pitching, uh, you know, the, the driver, and he said, "Well, Mandrake is not is coming around." And I thought, and and he laughed, and we all laughed, and and I thought, well, we have to name him Mandrake. We have, we have to stick with that. And then, yeah. but the idea was that he would be just you know just a character, just just a you know you just see him, or maybe maybe you'd have a line or two, but then. He just took over. He took over. Well, but also, what we were blessed with is that Rob and Wesley had them. They were great together. And yeah, they yeah, that yeah. Right and away, it was like they played yeah, off of yeah, each other yeah, yeah. so well. And and you had to have somebody. You had, you had to have somebody that Evan could talk to about Abby, mm -hmm. um, and you know that was a friend. And but this was such a weird friend. <laughs> <laughs> that it really worked. It really worked. How about you, Mark? What, what did you well, I was just going to say just a little bit more about Mandrake, too, is that, you know, as you guys know, you know, Fief and I do the podcast Film Freaks Forever, and we're real film nuts. And so is Treat, by the way. Treat really loves the history of cinema and old movies and, and, and everything. But as Mandrake developed, that's why, and I, I think I did, Casey, I think I sent you the inside scoop on his mm -hmm. name, because you know, we finally find out his name is Alan Wilkins uh, Mandrake. And that was a tip of the cap, too, because Fifa and I love like the 1930s screwball comedies. And that's where there were a lot of these valets or butlers who were very, they were smarter than everybody else in the house. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, And they held the house and the family together. And of course, that is what we like. You saw that, that for Evan, he was his only friend. Yeah. You know, uh, and they were friends. And then that's why once you even found out their history and everything, it made it even more touching. Um, but so Alan was uh, a tip of the cap to Alan Mowbray, who was this character actor who played probably 30 butlers in some of these great old movies. <laughs> and then Wilkins was the name of the valet that Alan Mowbray, did Alan Mowbray play him, Fief and Topper? I think, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's a great old Cary Grant uh, movie called Topper. And and uh, Wilkins is the name of the valet, and he he's smarter than everybody in the whole movie. Uh, so Alan Wilkins was our little tip of the cap, and of course we told Wesley that, and then he looked him up and you know watched scenes too uh, from Topper and loved it. Um, but for this year, I I was very proud. Uh, I was very proud of two storylines. Uh, one was just the continuation of of Luke. And the reality of if you're on parole, if you have a record trying mm -hmm. to just get your life back up. I love the scene when they come back from apartment shop hunting and Bree's all upset. And you could just tell that Luke, it's not that he's defeated. He's just used to it. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, yeah. he was used yeah. to it. And, and, but that was like a really nice moment. I love that scene between them. And then I was just very proud of, of um, episode four. Um, yeah. Yeah, and, you and, yeah, 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 and and the and the and the intervention with the family, you know, mm -hmm. treat, um, because yeah. yeah. that's just it, you know. We were very, I, I mean, FIFA. I think I can speak for us. You know, we were very good about working with the cast. Like, if Amelia wanted to change something, or, or I, I would say it this way, we we would all, always like that's that's fine. And at one point, I went up to treat about the intervention scene, um, and I said, "Hey, you know, do you?" And he goes, "Mark." it's perfect. And that just made me feel like so good, you know? Um, and again, another tip of the cap to Megan Ori, when she was finally well enough to come back to work and I mean, to come to work, mm -hmm. her first scenes that she had to shoot was the intervention 
Wow. And then I think the scene, like with Thomas showing her the pills. And so it was like, hey, hit the ground running. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, because that, that, that was that, that was heavy mm-hmm. stuff. And, you know, there's a brief shot of when he explodes. There's a brief shot of Amelia at the at the table. Mm-hmm. And what was oh my god I mean anyway like they didn't have to act it I mean like she she was crying and and it was just it was just very beautiful and uh, so I was and I was just very proud of that I was just very proud of his work and Mm -hmm. and and our writing and 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 yeah 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 what was the inspiration behind mixed storyline was it something that you had just been really um that's something that's been interested in to you for you all or is it because that's not something that hallmark typically does so we were well, there, their yeah. credit, and, you know. and 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 we had had we had had that element in the fifth season but we had mm-hmm. to drop it for um it, it was for another character and yeah. and at the end of the season, Hallmark said, "You know, we we really miss that. We really miss the the uh, drug addiction intervention thing. I mean, they they really wanted us to do it." And I said, well, mm-hmm. "And and we said, well, um, you know, Mikas had been in that plane accident. He could be taking painkillers. He could he could be it." And they went for that like crazy. Wow. And so that was that was. I mean, Hallmark not only did they did they allow us to do it, they they really. They really wanted us to do it. I mean, they yeah. really, really drove I'm, it. I'm, yeah. I'm thankful for that because, mm-hmm. you know, like we we had talked on our recaps, you know, that's so, it's a very real storyline and mm-hmm. it, addiction hits ev- anyone, everyone, you, doesn't matter who you are. Yeah. And Mick was the the perfect example of that. You think he had yeah. it all together and yet. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, you know, tragically, yeah. it's a huge problem in the world, let alone mm-hmm. our country. And that also was very satisfying is as those episodes uh, aired, you know, uh, three and four and, mm-hmm. and such, the response on social media, again, you know, people mm-hmm. were saying like, I'm in long recovery and thank you, mm-hmm. you know, for that. And somebody else, you know, uh, tweeted like, my family did an intervention and that was exactly how, like everybody had their point of view and I walked out, you know, and mm-hmm. so people were very, you know, touched by, which I'm really glad, you know, and, and there were some, you know, there's always going to be some people like, you know, I don't watch Hallmark to say it was like, well, then there's plenty of other movies for you to watch. <laughs> right. um, but, you know, we really were trying to do a family drama. And the know, idea, you know, the, the idea of the, of the, of the patriarch of the family right coming to that was so moving and and i i really liked the fact that you know that he didn't just go into aa and immediately he was better mm-hmm. he had that progression of you know that that slip and all that and yeah. and that all felt very real to me very, very mm-hmm. real and and treat did a magnificent yeah. job i mean it, i i i i i think you should get an emmy nomination i'm sure you won't because it's hallmark um, <laughs> But uh, it was it was a it was a stellar performance. Yeah, it yeah. was. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Strong. Very strong. And you yeah. know, in the absence of Gran there, you know, yeah. he really um, he really led the charge on leading yeah. the family. Yeah. But he was weak at the same time. But yeah, he- yeah, and he wasn't afraid to play that, which was great. Yeah. Um. And 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 the fact that also the Gran wasn't there meant that that Barbara Niven and Megan had to be be the mother kind of of, of mm-hmm. the family and that that probably helped us in the long run with the with yeah. them getting together but mm-hmm. we'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast it's the Hallmarkies merch store are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable hardy or hallmarky in your life what about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies merch store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash hallmarkies. I mean, we, we originally, like Mark was saying, we originally wrote the 
the first few episodes, assuming that she would be in it. And so we had, you know, when when uh, Connor comes home from the hospital, we had uh, Grand Bell driving him crazy of him and and yeah. and all that. But um, um, the yeah. you know we couldn't do that. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. She made the soup. She made the soup. <laughs> the soup. Oh, yes. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. She made it in Ireland and then they federal expressed it. Yeah. Well, I, I really love that, you know, you're proud of the introducing Mandrake to um, the show. He's such a memorable character. He's totally fits into the fabric of the show, even though he's only been here for two seasons, but he's yours. And that's mm -hmm. kind of cool. That's kind of cool to see. He's yours in this established show. So yeah. Well, I, I mean, that, that's a, that's a, there was a lot of, I mean, what with one thing and another, there were a lot of changes that we had to make, you know, with the introduction of Evan, the introduction of Luke and all that. So yeah. it, it really that's became, so you know, the show, the show had a second wind, I think, because of that. And that, yeah. that was, and you know, I, I worked on Cheers for a long time and, and that needed to, to have that happen too. I mean, when mm -hmm. Frazier came in or when, you know, Christy Alley came in, uh, they, they brought in new energy to it. And, mm -hmm. and uh, um, when, you know, obviously no one planned for coach to die, but when, you know, he died and then we brought Woody in and, mm -hmm. and yeah. he was, uh, so that there, when you were writing season six of Cheers, it was very different from season two mm -hmm. or, or writing season 10. Right. Um, and, you know, this, this was kind of like that because, uh, you know, there were enough changes that it really felt, I think, that was one of the reasons why it felt so rejuvenated mm -hmm. because we had some of it was, was stuff we had to do and some yeah. of it was stuff we wanted to do. Yeah. 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 That makes a lot of sense. Season. Wow. Lots of roller coaster emotions. I mean, I think that this season really elevated the actors to a whole new level, gave them a lot of range and a lot of um, just, they were able to play with their characters a little bit more, I think, especially like especially Treat Williams. Yeah. I mean, you can't yeah. have Treat Williams on a show and not have him have some kind of stellar storyline that yeah. Yeah. expands his. Yes, yes. And, and, and Lacey was very uh, pleased and we were, too, because Jess really blossom this year mm -hmm. yes you know and and but that uh, but you know i'm fascinated with relationships and marriages and 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 you know and that does happen or if it doesn't mm -hmm. then you've got a bad marriage but like he was always there for her yeah mm -hmm. and she was always the one who would you know you know go from one to ten and uh, what are we going to do and and all that and then when it was reversed and then he has this trauma mm -hmm. with his dad and the scandal um I thought we did a nice job of incrementally showing that she realized, you know what, I can do this and mm -hmm. I am stronger than I ever thought I was. And, mm -hmm. and there were some, you know, nice scenes at the B&B &B with, I think she gave, and Brie goes, hey, who knew you could give good advice? She goes, I know, how about that? <laughs> you know, um, but as she slowly, you know, so like, and, and that's what I mean. It was nice that yeah. then she got to a place where she was like, you know what, I have a lot of baggage. I mean, everybody has baggage, but yeah. I, I do want to try and be a mother you know, mm -hmm. and, and so that was, that was nice that David and her got to, um, yeah. you know, almost mm -hmm. just switch roles and, and yeah. be each other's support that. system. Yeah. I thought it was great too, even for, yes, we love Jess, but even to see David, like people like that, who are the, the strong ones, the steady ones, they have to know they're allowed to have a bad. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They're yeah. allowed yeah. to be yes. angry, you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Definitely. Hey. Yep. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. and uh, and 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 uh, Brie, uh, um, Amelia, you know, had gave such a good performance, such particularly in that scene on the on the porch with mm -hmm. uh, you know, where she tells him, you know, I, uh, I, I, I want you to burden me and all that. It was yeah. it was really really moving. Really, also really one of the few beautiful days oh. we had. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. yes. Was, I was yeah. glad about. Yeah, that was it. Was, that, well, was I'll, that, I'll, that was a beautiful day because. A lot of the cloudy days kind of worked because you know the, on the day when uh, when David was having a meeting with uh, Byron Steigers, uh, it was very cloudy and and we had that and and that kind of fit the mood of the scene right. yeah, out on the but, shore. But but in cool. general, the idea of Chesapeake Shores is that it's always beautiful day in Chesapeake Shores. <laughs> so we had that kind of go. Oh well, it's not a beautiful day today. Yeah. <laughs> that that scene that 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 storyline on the on the. Um, on the with the sea with the seaside festival 
that day it rained all day. I mean, oh. it, it just rained all day. And we, there were a lot of scenes that were that were supposed yeah. to be outdoors, we ended up shooting them inside because mm-hmm. we could Or under a tent. Did you have or under a tent? Yeah, yeah. We, we did everything we could, but yeah. But that, you know, so what the hell? I mean, there are days like that in yeah. Maryland, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, yeah. but, but however, when it when the sun went down and we had to do the fireworks scene, when the sun went down, it just cleared up and it was like oh. warmer <laughs> at night. The, the, during the day and so we got that that yeah. cool fireworks yeah, those were real fireworks that was no cgi yeah. we, we yeah. set off the yeah. fireworks yeah. And, yeah. and word got out in parksville that we were going to do that so there were residents you know way off scene but in their little chairs <laughs> watching our early fireworks so, yeah. Oh, yeah that's so fun uh, yeah yeah um but also you know the other thing i think and you guys have talked about this and that was there from the beginning of this show but you know certainly as they worked more and more together you know the camaraderie between the actors who do mm-hmm. play siblings and the camaraderie of yeah, the family yeah, it's yeah. all real yeah. and they yeah. welcomed us and we we're, we're you know we're all friends we all stay in touch in fact uh today happy birthday amelia it's amelia's yes. Yes. birthday yeah yeah and we yeah. want to say happy birthday to her and she's due any day now oh yeah her baby girl she's gonna have a girl oh so exciting yeah because she already has a boy, so she's mm-hmm. going to have a girl. But yeah, so you know, everybody stays in touch, and mm-hmm. it's it's it's. I mean, really- you had met you had mentioned that before uh, last last season, and then of course all the behind the scenes photos and videos and Instagram, mm-hmm. you know, things that they show. It really affirms that they mm-hmm. feel that yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like- it, it was it was really it was about the most fun I've ever had in, in this business. Mm-hmm. It was just everybody got along and. Yeah. We all were pulling for the show. Lots of times on a show, you know, you're all trying to do a good show, mm-hmm. but you know, the, the the actors, the writers don't go along, or some of the actors don't get along, or it's it it can be it can be tense. Mm-hmm. But this was a lovely, lovely, lovely group, mm-hmm. and it's a yeah. professional group, obviously. But you know, yeah. these, these last these feelings of like, oh, this is the last, or you know, was it emotional? It was. It was very I mean, emotional. Last, I mean, we we didn't shoot it last, but the scene around the campfire, which we all knew was the last scene. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it was. You tear it up. It, it, was, mm-hmm. it, it was. Yeah, you know, as we were working on season six, and as we were getting close to the end, as Fief said, you know, we waited to you know figure what was working and what wasn't working of what exactly all of ten was going to be the last mm-hmm. episode. And Fief, I think you'll remember this. I, 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 you know, I think we were walking to the set or something, and um, and I said to you, I go, you know, I think, I think the last two words should be Mick toasting and saying to family. Yeah, yeah, no, yes. I, I think you had said that very early on, and so yeah. we're, we were and, always, and, and that's just it, you know. Um, and and look, you know, not to get too personal or emotional, but you know, my father passed in January of this year, so it hasn't mm. even been a year since he passed, and and family was everything to him and, mm-hmm. you know, and he, he you know he didn't know of the show but once i was working on you know he, he and my mom watched all season five they loved the show mm-hmm. they loved it and so when he you know he passed in january and then and then i was coming up in march to start season six so i'm just saying that to then get to go work on this show with this family all about family and mm-hmm. the ups and downs of family has mm-hmm. um yeah, it just pop, I said, God, I could just see just I, that's what we should say to family and, mm-hmm. and we yeah. readily agreed. And and then, yeah. you know, as we said, but when we shot that scene, like, I think you'll see like treat as Mick, though, says, you know, I love these people. And then mm-hmm. he breaks up before yeah. he can say more than anybody else on the planet. Yeah. That was all so real. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and then we were crying and we're watching the monitors. Uh, there and and everyone had tears mm-hmm. everyone had tears in their yeah. eyes yeah yeah so. that scene felt so real I mean like as a viewer you know you could tell that these they weren't acting anymore they really were taking to yes. heart what they were saying it was such a beautiful way to end and I think just seeing how this family has grown um personally they're, together they're relationally together. Yeah. I mean yeah. That ending and, you know, two family, that toast was just, it was perfect. It was a perfect way to sum up the O'Brien's and Chesapeake Shores. So good. Mm-hmm. It was, yeah, and I, Steve's cameo in the wedding really made that wedding. I sick. know that was so <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like I'm speech. too shy. They asked me to be in the wedding too. And I said, yeah. well, I I'll even, have you know, I, I, you? Yeah. I, I, I did look. I, 
I even shaved for it. I did notice that, you know, I saw you and then I was like, did I miss Mark? So I, I went back. Yeah, no, and even last well, year, Fief made a cameo at the art gallery thing. And I, you know, I don't know. I it just, I, I also like, you know, I'm too well, fat to be and, a camera. And, the camera adds 10 no. pounds. And, and Dan Paulson, uh, the, you know, the, our, Hi, producer. Our, our producer, our, our boss, he performed the ceremony. He was, yeah, he, was the, he, he was Father Morgan. He was Father Morgan with an orange shirt. And uh, yeah, it was, uh, he did a damn good job. He did a lover yes. job. That was, I, you know, I, what I really wanted was, and what, we, what we, we really wanted was that the ending should be happy, you know. I didn't yes. want to have something go wrong at the wedding. I didn't want to have, you know, uh, a tsunami yeah, wave down, over you know. the house and everyone <laughs> die or or any any kind of any kind of you know well what you know, I will Gaster rise happen. up out of the ocean <laughs> <and kill laughs> everyone yeah um, yeah it was yeah. exactly what it needed to be um, and it was so and, satisfying and, and for that even reason. and you know it, it wasn't an ending because all the stories are yeah. free to continue and and they may continue. There, there, there's a possibility that they may continue within, with in yeah, some you might form not have or seen other. The last of the O'Briens. In some form okay. or other, some we're, form. We're, we, we, I mean, I, yeah, hint, hint, but, um, uh, <laughs> but you know, but, but so I, I wanted, you know, we wanted to have a feeling of, of, um, you know, a, a happy resolution, but. Uh, yeah. Lots of stuff continuing. I mean, like I, I could totally see uh, uh, um, Kevin being a, you know, a doctor in the small town of Chesapeake oh, Shores, and and absolutely, you know, absolutely, yeah, yeah. And now, I could totally one thing, see, can yeah. I tell you my one beef? Well, what? I have a beef. <laughs> um, I, I wanted another courtroom scene. I know. Yeah, sure. oh, I know. Of course. I mean, of course. Of course. Of course. I mean, talk about not having time. Oh, I know. We didn't have time for it. And we, if if it if if it comes in the future, there will be more courtroom scenes. Um, but yeah, but but in order to if if you if you had a courtroom scene that tied it up, it would have to have been so abrupt and yeah. weird. Mm -hmm. And you know, I um, it just yeah, uh, you, uh, yeah. Byron Tiger stands up with a gun in the courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but no, we so. By the way, that, you know. I, I really like the guy who played Byron Steigers because he, yes. he really he really played it like he was not the bad guy. You know, mm -hmm. he was really playing it like like he was. And, and you know, the actor who friend. played John Osterberg was wonderful. You know, uh, Evan's dad. Yes. And you know, the more they stood next to each other, <laughs> the more they looked like oh each other. Oh my God, they have the same mouth and they do have the same eyes. You know, and we, we just wanted to pick, you know, a, a, a you know good actor. And, and they were like, it came down to two. And, and, and you know, so we cast, you know, we, we, we cast him. But then, yes. And then that's why when at one point Evan says to Abby, do you think he has my eyes? You know, it was like, Oh my God! <laughs> so we fun. really lucked out with all the, you know, all the guest cast and yeah. and, and everything. We really did. Yeah. Hey, this is Jen Johans, host of the podcast Watch with Jen, which delivers a steady stream of great movie recommendations, thoughtful career deep dives, and first-rate conversations with film critics, authors, actors, journalists, filmmakers, and more. You can find Watch with Jen wherever you get your podcasts or hear us first at our Patreon at patreon.com slash film intuition. Well, thinking of the future, um, would you ever consider writing a Hallmark movie or maybe um, another yes. series? There, these yes. Are, these are, yes to both of those. Yes. These are the possibilities. Okay. Okay. Well, no, I think I mean Casey, you're asking like non-O'Brien stuff, like right. non-O'Brien yeah. stuff. Yes. Oh, absolutely. oh yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, no, no. Yes, we we have an idea for another series, and we will go in at some point, and we'll see about that, and and then we have ideas for standalone movies. Uh, so yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I you know, we had yeah. a great experience with with Hallmark. As right? you know, I used I used to write you know the Darrow and Darrow ones, mm -hmm. and I wrote a few yeah. of the Emma Fielding ones. I I was sorry they didn't do. They didn't keep doing the Darrow and Darrow ones because I like that that as oh. a lot, and I, I wrote another one that was very good, but they decided not to do it, and um, they're kind of changing the Mystery Channel in some way that I haven't figured mm -hmm. out yet. But um, 
Um, yeah, we haven't either, except for yeah. the very lack of mysteries that we've been having. <laughs> and I have, I have to say that is, that's the one thing I love, love, love yeah. those Hallmark mysteries. I loved Daryl Daryl. I was so sad when you told us last year, that's done. And I was like, no. Well, they, they, they kept, they kept saying, you know, Darren Darrow doesn't really fit our, our model because, you know, she's not an amateur detective who just, but I mean, how many times can somebody who runs a, 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 a flea market or a, 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 or a bakery murder? I mean, you have to wonder after a while, yes. is she doing it? You know, is, uh, you know, the, that somebody who, who makes cookies finds a murder. You, you can do that once or maybe right. twice, but after right. that, it gets crazy. Whereas she was a lawyer, so it was natural that right. cases would come to her, but that was, yeah. That, but that was the problem they had with it. Oh, well, Hallmark <laughs> needs to listen to their fans. Cause that was the way I will say to your point, um, you know, we love the quirky little, like the nosy librarian or the nosy baker. Uh -huh. Sure, sure. But sure. The, I think the reason why a lot of people really love Darrow and Darrow is because she was a professional. Like there was a reason for her to be involved. And yeah, I think because yeah. um, like, there's been a lot of chatter. Yes, the yeah, I mean, like lawyers get all kinds of crazy cases, and so yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and there, there were mostly, people, yeah. mostly yeah. I loved it, I loved it because the cast, the cast was yeah, the cast. oh, phenomenal cast, Wendy Malik and and I mean, I'm so early and Tom, and that you would have more that you're per pitching that you're thinking about. Mm -hmm. Are there any is there anything in the works that we can keep our eyes out open for? Um. Nothing this Christmas season, I would guess, but no, no. Oh. I mean, you know, I, we were working obviously through the when they make the Christmas one. Oh, so true. Nothing, 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 nothing upcoming. But okay, <laughs> maybe later. Yes, but we will keep you posted. We promise. Yes, yeah. please yeah. do. So yeah. we, because we're fans now, and we. I mean, I just want to watch everything that you guys um, do. I am so thrilled um, with your storytelling. That is such a gift that you give to us. So thank well, you. It, for that. It, it was it was a, it was an interesting experience for me because I've never worked on a show like this before. Mm -hmm. I've worked on I've worked on you know multi camera comedies and and yeah. I've worked on yeah. dramas, mysteries, and all that. Mm -hmm. I've never worked on that sort of family. Mm -hmm. But I just love doing it. I love doing it. Partially, I, I suppose, because Mark and I both came from a family, you know, a, a large family, Irish Catholic families, kind of fit with my experience. But it was, right. it was just a great. Yeah, I love doing it. I love yeah. doing it. Mm -hmm. That yeah. is funny. This is this is almost uncanny. With I almost feel like I sent you these questions and I didn't even know it. But Mark, <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you take away from an experience like this, either personally or professionally, maybe as a writing duo? Like, what are what are your takeaways from this uh, Chesapeake Shores experience? Well, I agree with Feast, though. I mean, it is truly one of the best professional times I've ever had, and personally, for that matter, too. Yeah, and and you know, if, you know, Fifa and I have known each other forever. Uh, we, you know, we, we've worked individually, we've worked together on, on previous things, but Fifa, I think you'll agree with this. I mean, we were in such a groove. I mean, we had no choice in season five when we had to create Evan Kincaid out of whole cloth. <laughs> and so like every weekend we were writing all new stuff and everything, but that's just it. We were, we almost didn't have to like even talk that much about it. Like, you know, I'd write a scene, send it down to him. He'd write a scene, send it up to me. It was just, it was, it was, uh, it was like serendipity. It was just, it was an amazing experience. And also not to be too knee jerk here. I fell in love with Vancouver Island. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not joking. I could see myself down the line, like, like moving there. Wow. I, I mean, I'm serious. It's it, and the people like all those cliches about Canadians are all true. At least my experience was they're so polite. They're so nice. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm driving on the freeways of Los Angeles, folks. Uh, <laughs> everyone uses their turn signal in Canada. Uh, not only do they not use their turn signal here in Los Angeles, they'll flip you off if you do. <laughs> I mean, Vancouver, though, has a bustling film scene. Oh, my goodness. I so mean, our crew. They, the, yes, they work all the time and not just in Vancouver, Toronto, Edmonton, Ottawa, you know, I mean, because Canada's smart. They but but Vancouver Island, at least the part of Vancouver Island that we were shooting in, did not have that many stuff that was shot there so that everybody who we, we, we whenever we would shoot somewhere, everybody was excited to see us oh, and nice. wanted us to be there. Whereas 
I live in South Pasadena, and they're always shooting stuff on my street, and everybody goes, oh, God. Uh, yeah, they're in the trucks <laughs> again. street again. Uh, you know, they're not exactly saying, oh, boy, movies, movies. Yeah. I, um, I, well, I, I just want to say, too, that as, as, a, as a showrunner, what I've, I've learned over the years, you know, from working on Cheers and other things, and particularly got it with this, was that, you know, you 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 let the writers have their voice. You let them. I, th I think you know episodes that I wrote and episodes that Mark wrote. You can kind of tell the difference, but they're the same show. But but you know, there's Mark's voice and there's my voice and and the other voices too, Elena Song and etc. Um, you know, you, you kind of let them have their voice and let them bring to it what they have, and that only enriches the show. That only enriches the show. I mean, you know, there's there's stuff that that Mark wrote that I would never have thought of, mm -hmm. and and uh, and and there's certainly stuff that I wrote that he, that he wouldn't have thought of, and and all that. I mean, it it, it you don't want to be the um, the one who sort of quashes everything down, and makes everything into his own voice. You know, you want to mm -hmm. want to keep that going because because like the cast, you know, uh, that has different voices. You know, the writers have different voices. Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and also um, to Hallmark's credit, uh, Fief, would you? I mean, this was also that's why I think why this experience was amazing is they they overall they left us alone, which was well, a great show but, of confidence, and, and also they they supported what what we wanted to do. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I, yes. I really, it was really the best relationship I've had with a network, except maybe on Cheers, where that we never heard from the network because we were Cheers, but <laughs> but on on you know they were they they wanted us to do more. I mean, for instance, in in the last in the episode season five originally I, I i had pitched the idea of the miscarriage mm -hmm. uh, but i kind of got i kind of got cold feet about it near the end because you know i i just had a grandchild mm -hmm. and i was feeling like ah well, why would i wouldn't uh, but they really said no you should do that you should do that it's important to do that and and so i mean they they were they were very supportive yes and, and pushed us and I, so i think that really helped you know, make it even more of a really enjoyable experience because, yeah. yeah. you know, you and then that, that, that scene with with uh, where Kevin comes to Mick and Megan and tells yes. them about it. That was such a I mean, he he, he was nominated for a, a, a Leo. for that scene. Um, mm -hmm. and, uh, I mean, for well, for his performance in general, but I think it was really yeah. that. Scene. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was it was it was great. It was yeah, great. It's so yeah. great. Well, I think that. We, you know, we love the show. You know, we love recapping it. You know, we felt really, you know, like at one with you guys too, just like <laughs> trying to figure out like, why'd you do that? What'd you, you know, why'd they, why'd they do this? And we, we did surprise it. you a few times, didn't we? Yes. Because you were pretty good at guessing what was going to happen. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no, but seriously, uh, uh, you know, uh, Carrie and Casey and, and you know, uh, Anne too. I mean, what we really, what, what we appreciated is that, you know, not only did you get what we were trying to do once we came aboard last season and everything, but you guys are just, you know, very smart, very articulate. And, and you guys did, you, you guys, there were times when you would be talking about a scene or, or what you think might happen. And we were like, Oh my God, they like totally got it. You know, <laughs> they totally got it. So, you know, cause there are, there are a lot of, um, you know, fanzines and fan sites and all that, but, but we really mm -hmm. appreciated um, just how intelligent and how, you know, great you guys were doing this thanks well we appreciate that and now i feel like i have to go back and look for all these tiny easter eggs with <laughs> references to um classic movies and songs. Well, the other the, the other one was uh uh when when uh mandrick says i i think i feel that he's closed the iron door on me that's a line from uh, 20th, 20th century. century. Oh, interesting. Oh, cool. You know okay. I've closed the iron door on you. Yeah. Oh. That's cool. That's awesome. Well, we just want to thank you. We want to thank you for taking a show that we liked and making it into one that we loved. Oh, so, thank you very much. That, that, that means so much. Yes, yeah, we really appreciate it. Really, really, really do. Uh, and uh, and uh, hopefully maybe this is not the last time we'll talk 
together. I don't think yeah. it will be. Right. We are definitely wanting to talk to you again about future projects, um, Chesapeake Shores projects, hopefully. Uh, but in the meantime, uh, where can people find you on social media, Fief? Uh, well, I'm on Facebook as Fief Sutton. I'm on Twitter as Fief Sutton. I'm on Instagram as Fief Sutton. And and we also have our our podcast that we do, Film Streaks Forever, once a month, usually. Uh, um, in fact, we're doing one tomorrow. Yeah, we're recording uh, one um, tomorrow. Um, and uh, that, that and we're on that 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 has a Facebook page too. And. Give it a listen. It's very fun. I, I think anyway. Yeah, people can just Google Film Freaks Forever and I mean, we're everywhere. Spotify, iTunes and all that. And yes, you know, I'm on I'm on Facebook. Um, I, I'm on Twitter. I think it's at MJ Legan. Um, but yeah, if 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 people uh, you know enjoy our work and if they're interested in uh, in film, uh, check out the podcast. I think I, I think you guys will enjoy it. I think we will. I think we have some fans out there who listen to us who would be excited to listen to. <laughs> yes, yes, yeah. That information on, on our site as well with this interview. But Casey, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Casey underscore underscore Simpson. Great. And I'm on Twitter. No, <laughs> I've never been on Twitter. <laughs> I'm on Instagram. <laughs> Maybe, maybe I should be, but uh, Instagram at Hallmark Comics, that's Hallmark underscore comics. And I uh, dabble in drawing every once in a while uh, about Hallmark movies, but mostly I like to just keep up with my Hallmark friends uh, through that Instagram. So, so contact me there. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this very special bonus episode of not only season six, but um, Chesapeake Shores season five writers as well. Um, we're so thankful to um, have this friendship now and keep it going. So yes. keep listening to us on Hallmarkies podcast. We'll see you next time.